Coming to you from the Vow Exchange in Kansas City, Missouri. This is Catherine. And this is Amy. And you are listening to the I Do Rescue Podcast. Wow, here we are again. <laughs> it's been almost a, a solid month since you've had oh. the pleasure of hearing our voices. I know. World. We, we, we took a little break. So hello, everyone out there. Welcome hello. back. Welcome back to I Do Rescue. And uh, we are the podcast, not for planning your wedding, but for questioning the whole damn thing. And who are you? I'm Catherine Hogan. And who are you? Well, today I'm Amy Brizzo. <laughs> Tomorrow I, you might be who? I don't even know. Who cares? <laughs> Somebody... <laughs> I uh, we're on officially on summer break, and my daughter is upstairs sleeping away. Aww. What a time is it? This is ten o'clock. I cannot believe what a uh, prolific sleeper she is. That's amazing. I remember that about summer vacations, about yeah. sleeping late and how yeah. great that felt. And so nice, I, you know. And I was I was actually talking to a young friend of mine who whom I'm teaching how to drive. My friend Emma, uh-huh. and she um, she's off for summer break, and I was telling her, I said, you know, that's the biggest thing I miss in the world of adulting is no summer vacations. Like, I know there's no sleeping right. in for a month. Like unless you're maybe in education, like if you're a teacher, you probably get. Some well, of that, and I will say that because of uh, the type of job that I have now, uh-huh. I, it is because I'm basically the bus service for my daughter. So <laughs> right. her, her summer break is my summer break. Nice. So I finally do get, you know, like yeah. if I wanted to sleep in a morning. I could, That's you crazy. know, and uh, it is nice because, you know, the nine to five world, like there's no summer break. Like you said, it's just like every morning, unless there's, you take a vacation. I yes. can't stand that. There's something to be said for having like even just like a whole month. Like I'm not talking about a weekend or a week, like, you know, spring break or something stupid like that. Like actually a whole month, maybe two, three months where the focus of your life isn't on getting shit done. You it's know, so true. It's, you know, or, or at least work stuff, you know, like, you know, maybe get, you know, paint your room like that can be fun. But yeah. but like it's really more about um, it's about, you know, spending time with people that you love going to the water park, like just focus on something different. Like, well, there's like missing that, I think, in, in our American society. I don't know. I agree. And it's funny because it's like when you go on vacation, especially like last year, we went to Florida. Uh huh. Where like the focus of the vacation is the water, you know, yeah. like you go to the beach, you go yeah. to the pool. That's what you do. That's, yeah. that's all. The, what's on the agenda today? <laughs> pool. The pool or the beach, yeah, you know, beach. maybe both, a little bit of both. And there's something about that, that timing of that kind yes. of, you know, that, that type of lifestyle for a little while. Yes. It's, oh my God, it's freaking amazing. Well, yeah. And I, I really do. I, I, it, summertime is the same way. There is something yes. you and the listening world may not know about me is that I grew up at a baseball camp. You yes, know this. Yes. And so from the time I was a baby until I was 18 and they, you know, made me go away to college. Right. <laughs> every <laughs> single summer, you know, it was like, you know, during the school year, it was regular school. Right. And then during the summer, you know, my dad owned a baseball camp and it was, you know, basically from May to August. And, you know, we had new boys coming in every two weeks. Yes, and it was like, fun. <laughs> it was like being kind of at the fair uh-huh. for three whole months. You know, it was like, yeah. it is a different time frame because yes. these kids were all at camp. They were playing baseball all day yeah. they played baseball games against like local teams at night uh-huh. so then it was like there's kind of an event every night so you could go see the different games uh-huh. concession stand How was open fun. every night 
I, I could eat so anything. Fun. Oh my god, yeah. Catherine! Imagine like so. I have all bring my girlfriends. Food. Yes, <laughs> and my, I'm like I would invite my girlfriends to come out, and uh-huh. we would just hang out and look at all the boys, and go into the concession stand and eat whatever we wanted. And oh my gosh, how it fun. was so fun, and it was yes. like totally different. Yes, than my life during yes. the school year. It's so great. You know, I my similar experience growing up. My mother lived in a small town. Well, she grew up in a small town. I feel like we in, talked about this. Did Illinois. we talk about this in our uh, last episode when you were talking about how you were? Maybe. Go ahead. Go ahead. Maybe I think I, we talked. I don't. I don't know, but I have a terrible memory. <laughs> I mean, I'm called Snap. My husband it's, calls me Snap. Well, now that you're saying this, it's all memory. coming back to me that you were saying. Well, I probably told you the story before, but like about how um, growing up in the summertime. So my mother uh, would we would always go back to her hometown mm-hmm. for like an entire month during the summer. Uh-huh. And uh, the her hometown is this little tiny itty bitty town of Lebanon, Illinois. It's east of St. Louis and, you know, kind of on the Illinois side there. And it's one of those along a country highway. If you sneeze while driving down it, you'd miss it. You right. Because it's right. just a blip on the, you know. Yeah. But like she's, but she spent her entire childhood there and her parents still live there and all of her siblings still lived in the area, like within yep. 40, 40 minutes of yep. Lebanon. So we would go down there for an entire month every summer. And at first I would always like moan and complain like, oh, I'm going to be away from my friends as if I actually so boring had, as here. if I had friends. I mean, really. I, mean, I had some friends, but like, you know, yeah. and, and how my, old are, like how old? Um, I mean, probably, I mean, since I was little all the way through high school, like I remember right, turning right, right. 16 because my birthday is in June. So at the end of this month, <laughs> and so we were almost always there during my birthday and so many birthday celebrations were there. Uh-huh. And um, I turned 16 while we were in Illinois that that year. Like Neat. It was, yeah, so it was, um, but it was a lot of hanging out with my uncles and aunts and cousins, mm-hmm. like this extended family that, um, you know, we didn't get to see unless we were visiting them. And it was, um, it was absolutely magical every single year. And it was like, I mean, I remember the year I had a, you know, a cr- I had like a summer fling with my cousin's friend. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And it was like, like looking back on things, like he taught me how to drive a a stick shift on his truck. And I think he was like my first like real adult kiss, like grown up kiss. (laughs) Not, not one of those little innocent pecks, but like, yeah. And he was, he was actually, we're all adults here. He was really, he was this really cute. He was this really cute Asian kid, actually. Uh He was just, yeah. And he was so nice. And um, anyway, it's like, I look back, I mean, I got, it was like this idyllic, Americana cornfields and you know, yeah. you know summertime. It's funny that you say this because I don't know if you the so the baseball camp yeah was like thirty minutes forty minutes outside of Springfield yeah and it was in this tiny town called Miller Missouri and it was yes. literally out in the middle of nowhere yeah it's a baseball camp so yeah. you needed forty acres it was just you know it's a giant <laughs> you have a lot of baseball fields yeah exactly yeah. so I mean it's <laughs> it, and and it was so cool because there was like a, a pool nearby it was uh-huh. a big pool but it was right. like the city around it was like country square you know uh-huh. like you know what I'm talking about? like it was like maybe five thousand people maybe right. and then there was you know Miller was even smaller right. you know so maybe three or four hundred people How and fun. so there's a some, I yeah. totally know and there's a feel it's, it's, it's totally yeah. different than like any especially yeah. if you are like basically from yeah. Dallas yeah and Springfield is not like it's not suburban metropolis, it's not, but it's yeah. like it's a city you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was it was magical, and we did a lot of fun country type summer thing, Americana things. We did. Uh, there was was a it lot like of living inside a Footloose? It was. <laughs> it was 
That's exactly how it was. That's how it was like footloose for the entire summer. <laughs> kind of was, and you'd make friends just for the summer, and right. you'd have your first dance in a warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Well, so like there are all these little churches all over the area, oh and they they all had a summer fundraiser, which was usually um, raffling off some prize that the that the little ladies of the church community made oh which gosh. was quilts oh a big yeah. quilting community and so they were all these and which by the way are kick-ass awesome things like quilt a handmade totally. quilt holy shit they're so cool by the so way beautiful. this is a wedding podcast i will tell you yeah. that is one of the best effing gifts you can give somebody yeah. is a quilt, quilt. they will handmade, use i, I gave yes. it to byron and kate i gave them a, a beautiful antique quilt for yeah. their birth for their uh, anniversary or not their, for their wedding gift yeah and they have told me so many times oh now it's on my kids bed and now yes. it's on our couch they get passed down it's yeah not, it's not one of those cheap stupid you know comforters from bed bath and beyond yeah no it's like in a whole nother it's league. a real deal kind it's a of real thing. deal anyway so, sorry no yeah but they would they would wrap like um there would be these bing they called them quilt bingos oh my and gosh so you is, thought, i love i don't know yeah. how we ended up here but i, I love know. this subject so much <laughs> but it was like so we go play bingo and it was almost always on a saturday night sometimes there was a fish fry it was always like some catholic you know i want to go there i want to do all of these and, things and they'd have like <laughs> carnival games and mm-hmm. cotton candy and beer for the adults and you'd sit down for you know you'd play 10 games for like five dollars or something yes and, God, and, and you'd so use fun. kernels of corn for some of the churches that were really poor like they didn't have the fancy tear like this is before tear off sheets like some of yeah. them had like the cards where they had the little windows that you pulled over on the bingo cards yes you know like <laughs> you right, know, right 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 yeah, yeah. You the like fancy little, ones little fancy windows and you re and they were reused reused so many times They're like tattered around the edges yeah and, um, and then they had some where they were just flat cards and you had to put something to mark your number. Corn. Corn. Kernels. Corn kernels. This one place used corn kernels. I mean, it was really, you know, very inexpensive and very basic, but charming as fuck. Holy <laughs> shit. It was so cool. I mean, oh my God. And you're sitting out there underneath, you know, the festoon lighting and the dark in the middle of a country field. And I remember the summer that I was kind of hanging out with this boy. Uh-huh. What was his name? Charles. Oh. <laughs> I was hanging out with Charles. <laughs> Charles and I would like sneak off, just go for a walk. Like we weren't going to make out or anything, but we were just <laughs> hanging out. Right. And so like we would kind of, you know, go go for a walk and like we crawled up on this barn, sat up on the roof and looked out over the Oh my god. I mean, right? <laughs> so like it doesn't even it's seem like real. Straight I know. out of a book. Okay. It's so and cool. So, and and uh, summertime. I know. And uh, in the summertime at the baseball camp, I uh-huh. that's how I learned to garden is my mm-hmm. mom cuz we'd be out there all day yes. long. And from the time I was a kid, my mom and I would, you know, she landscaped all of the, you know, like the entry areas and all that stuff. And so I would make her, when I was like a little bit younger than Sophie, but I would make her like narrate the garden, like a gardening show would be Uh the Amy and Julie gardening show. (laughs) And she would like narrate what code, we're putting these in the ground and these are called blah, 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 you know, flowers. And that's how I like largely learned about how the flowers, what they were and how they they worked. Uh And we had, uh, you know, big, you know, um, vegetable garden and all that kind of stuff. But the cool thing was on the back of the like the bit the, the far out field the, uh-huh. like the furthest out along the back edge of the fence 
were these massive blackberry bushes like Ooh. like tons of them mm-hmm. and we would just go out there with like buckets uh-huh. and collect tons and tons of blackberries and right. then we go to the kitchen in the evening because I mean, it was like feeding hundreds of boys and so right. there's this big kind of industrial kitchen right and we would the go there of your night. catering days yeah i know <laughs> totally oh my god it's seriously it's like i i can relate to this but um we would go at night after you know they had already served dinner and they had cleaned up my mom and i would go in there and we would make je- jelly uh, uh-huh. with the blackberries that we picked oh cool or make pies. Yes. oh my god it was just like i mean it's one of those things where it's like yeah. ah, i loved that time so okay much. so let's just you know re- recap there summertime is for that kind of stuff that's yeah. the kind of stuff that you're not going to squeeze all that in on a saturday or Sunday no. on a weekend. Not even during just one week's worth of time off. On Hell, a- you need a whole week just to kind of like shake off the year or like yeah. sleep sleep as long it's as you so want true. i yeah. think that this, it's a missing thing in our society especially as, and, and parents sometimes get the opportunity to take some time with their kids and they're off from school thank god for summer yes for american summer vacations and i know that there's a lot of folks there's been debate about should we go year round and then you know Fuck the kid, no yeah, and, we'll just, and then you do like long two-week breaks every so many months and it's like no you the having Two full months, you know, mm-hmm. two full months, maybe a couple extra weeks if you get it in there um, of uninterrupted, unstructured time is like yeah. some of the best growing learning experiences you could have. I totally agree. And I feel like you have to get to and a point where like you have to really it's not like I like to like like think about this analogy. It's like it's not like putting your computer on sleep. It's yeah. like turning it off. Yeah. You have yeah. to shut it down. Yeah. You know, like completely walk away from your life for a while i mean and and i mean the idea of like you know going to a different town or you know like having like i said you know going spending every weekend at the lake or you know something whatever it is where it's like you know it it's a different it literally a different set of scenery you know it really your brain needs it yeah that's true well and not to get totally keep going on this topic but but another thing i i forget where i read this or heard this but they talked about no you and i were talking about this i think when we were driving out to liberty one day when we were talking about there's something about what your brain does when you can see long distances so like you know if you spend most of your day in an office or in a you know in a building and and you've got walls that are within you know 20 to 10 feet away from you right you know um you know it's um you know, you spend your most of your time here and then you go somewhere where you can see a mile in front of you. Correct. Your brain works differently. Yeah. It solves problems. It opens up certain neural pathways that allow you to solve problems differently by being able to see past, you know, the 20 foot, the wall that's 20, 30 feet away from you. Yeah. But you have to be able to see hundreds of miles, not hundreds of miles, hundreds of feet. Good luck. Miles <laughs> ahead of you. Yeah. And, 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 and how that just totally like changes your outlook yeah. on things. You know what? I, I think I remember reading about that. I think it was when I was going through a really, you know, depressed time. I think it was after a breakup and it was uh-huh. just like, you know, and one of the things they recommended was go for a walk every day, go for a walk uh-huh. because it literally gives you perspective. Uh-huh. The fact that you can look down a road and see as far out as you can see, uh-huh. it gives your you give yes. you perspective because yes. you can see the end of the road right. and you see something beyond Very literally your room. and then and sort figuratively. Of 
figuratively or conceptually yeah i think and it is so true and um i mean and it's funny like just going outside walking you know walking around the rock around the block especially if you can you know you've got a road that goes far enough that you can actually see into the distance but if you can get out 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 and just go for a drive that's even better because you can really clear your head oh my gosh it's like the road trip we took last last summer that was a summer adventure oh my gosh Ah, and a story for another podcast yeah and us too because i was going to say in a different podcast we just got back from santa fe and had a big road trip which was crazy oh my gosh i think we're gonna i think all of our podcasts this summer we should be talking about summertime let's do it awesome yeah especially because i remember when we started the podcast and it was in the dead of winter and we're like it's so miserable and i, I hate know it. bitching I constantly and it now never we're ended. like we're like hallelujah <laughs> fuck it, yeah like, it's true <laughs> but i mean i also like this i mean i think philosophically it's a good thing to discuss on a podcast like this because um i think you know like we're trying to rethink things a yes. little bit and like there you know i mean beyond the wedding you know industry and whatnot i feel like there's a there is a lot of room in our culture right now to start redefining things yes. and start asking like, well, why do we do it this way? What's yeah. the purpose of that? And right. how can I, in my, you know, in my little way, make adjustments to my life so I don't <coughs> get in a rut or, yes. you know, like I'm just doing this because this is, we this is actually, what we've always done here. In fact, on our way back, it was a road trip home uh-huh. uh, and my brother and my daughter and I were talking about holidays and why uh-huh. we were talking about why do we celebrate this is totally in line with our podcast of course it always ends up it does <laughs> but uh, we were talking uh-huh. about um oh, i mean just our 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 theme i mean our whole like not this particular subject that we're talking about flowers today so this isn't about that <laughs> by the but, way but, this episode's about flowers <laughs> I mean, you know because you can tell yeah. we're talking about so much right now we're gonna get there but anyway we were talking about holidays and which ones we you know are glad we celebrate and which ones are like, why do we celebrate these? You right. know, and we, you know, going through all of this and we started talking about Christmas and we discussed as a family and decided, you know what? We're not doing presents anymore. One or like one present per person. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Because even Sophie was like, I don't need a bunch of crap. And then I feel like, what am I going to do with all of it? And I'm uh-huh. like, nobody in this family needs shit. Uh-huh. And it was really nice to be able to in real time decide we don't want to do this anymore. And I admired what you, yeah. and, like you and Mel were talking about. Yes. That you don't, you don't exchange we don't, we gifts. Don't stain, do ju- gifts. We Why do, can't yeah. we, you know, we love to cook together. Maybe that's the day that we all make ravioli. Cause yes. that's what we love to do with my dad. Or yeah. maybe we, you know, we go for a road trip or I mean, who knows, but like yes. we create a new tradition yes. that is meaningful yes. because th- there are so many things that ha- we do in our day to day life that are like, this is just not working for me. Right. We don't, nobody in this family needs more shit. No, nobody. <laughs> I mean, look us, at my house. Yeah, <laughs> most of us don't. I, yeah. I, I, like, I, aver- I have an aversion to shopping nowadays. Like, I really yeah. like, I look at it and I'm like, I, okay. But that's going to be in my house. And now I have to look at it every day. <laughs> and I have to like put it away or clean it or manage it. It's like, yeah. it's one more thing that just, ugh, ugh, ugh. stuff. Yeah. No, exactly. I can't. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so it's perfect. Yeah, that's, um, um, it is, um, it is a yeah, good time of year to sort of refocus. And on that topic, so um, we were going to brag a little bit about ourselves. So we did something we haven't done yet before. I mean, it's still pretty new podcast, but we thought we'd start getting, getting the word out there, at least in our local community. 
uh, which is um, in the, uh, you know, we're in Kansas City, Missouri, and the Knot Weddings has, you know, their regional magazines. And so we took out a full page ad. So hopefully some of our listeners out there are, have learned about us through this ad. Maybe they're listening today because of that ad. Which would be really great. So, um, but anyway, we did uh, take out an ad. And so we just, (laughs) it's funny because I think the magazine's been on the shelf for at least a month and we just now got an issue of it. Yeah, I think you're right. um, And of course the ad looks amazing and wonderful. I'm super excited that it's there and I'm hoping that it does Great get job, people Catherine. to the podcast. Well, thank you. Know, thank you for, um, for, uh, for doing the podcast with me and kind of helping put it all together. I mean, so, you yeah. know, teamwork makes the dream work here, <laughs> but, um, but it was interesting because, you know, looking through the knot magazine, which is always good, you know, to keep up, up on tabs on wedding industry when you're in the wedding industry you're going to look at through the magazines and see although i think there. we like sort of willfully turn away from it because it's <laughs> you so know and it's hard to watch saying, like, it's like <laughs> it's sort of like a double-edged sword because this magazine is a connection to so many people because i think that the statistics are i think i'm kind of boy facting here um I think what? i'm gonna guess that probably at least boy facting it's a yeah it's a boy facting mansplaining boy facting it's when you make up stuff and act like it's for real <laughs> and people just believe you so yeah oh my god i realize there's a term for it look it up you, i think you can google it it's a thing i mean I, it's a real thing i <laughs> so, i used to used to call it you know yeah brady used to do that shit to me yeah, all the time i'm like facting. you don't know what you're talking I about yeah, <laughs> but i'm gonna act like i do know what i'm talking about so but um, I would oh say a, a large majority of folks <laughs> who get engaged, you know, buy uh, a bridal magazine and the top bridal magazines that are out there, uh-huh. one of which is The Knot. You know, yes. it's, it's been around for a while and it is a really great magazine. It's beautiful. It's full of great inspiration, especially for those regional ones, because you can get um, advertisements of vendors that are in your area and can give you sure. ideas. Yeah. Um, but it, it's so fascinating. I was talking to Mel about this last night, looking through the magazine, because it represents the way the wedding industry is today. And, you know, the knot is doing a good job. I think I'm going to give them a little bit of props in that they are recognizing couples who have, you know, there are some, they do like real weddings, you know, Mm -hmm. and they have some good groups of different types of weddings. Like they had a Hindu Catholic wedding in this, in this issue. Mm -hmm. Um, They had a, a, several same sex couples, which is always great for, you know, summertime in June, that sort of thing. Um, so they actually did have, you know, a mix of different types of peoples who were getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, but, but by and large, the magazine though, is filled. And of course, a lot of it's advertisers and the, and the wedding true, industry true. is just full of all the, the usual suspects, all those blank empty wedding venues are all in there. Right. Some have festoon lighting and brick walls and some don't, and, but they all are empty, big blank empty rooms right. all over that magazine. It's like, I mean... Every, almost you can't, well, you can't turn a, the page more than t- once a or twice a healthy dose of on. wedding porn all through that thing and too. it's yeah it's rife with wedding porn rife 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 with it <laughs> riddled <And> riddled <laughs> virtually riddled with wedding porn it's infested it's a scourge it's infested one might say <laughs> with wedding porn and um anyway which is which is fine, and it definitely it's definitely representing the very industry that this podcast is designed to question, to push push back against, to say, right. you know, stop showing us this picture of the same stupid, overblown, overdone, expensive wedding that has all these rules attached to it. Right. And and the whole magazine is filled with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I suppose that's what sells, and that's what they're going to put in there. But. Which would be fine and dandy until you get to the back and they have this section <laughs> in the back of the magazine where it's like, at the knot, we believe when it comes to the venue, 
that um, walking down the aisle doesn't mean there even has to be an aisle. You do your wedding your way, blah, blah, blah. And which is exactly what we're saying on this podcast. Correct. However, that was like a, like a sentence right. in a 400 page magazine right. filled with aisles dude and weddings that have nothing but aisles right on it's like the fashion magazines that are like we represent you know we, we want to support women, all women, all no. kinds of beauty but there's no model in there that's over you know 100 pounds right and they're all white and they all yes. have long hair and they look exactly the same and yes. they're all like your typical you know there's no transgender there's yeah. no like you can't get androgynous you can't get to claim that you're no. showing off that you believe this oh, and then and your whole magazine is full and, of this very thing and it's full of articles oh. about how to please your man and you know <laughs> this is how right. to get the best blowjob and it's like <laughs> it's like what hey well, this isn't a this is a wedding podcast and i'm assuming here that yes that we're all adults yes <laughs> so anyway I mean, yeah. yeah i'm sorry but yeah. yeah this is this is the problem and it's like yes Practice what you preach. Yes. You know, if you are seriously going to go that way and show say, me, show me the couple that got married in a bar that where there's no aisle and they're, they're, you know, they're wearing, um, you know, their Sunday best. There's no wedding dress, no, right? s- no suit, no tux, whatever it is. I mean, and, and they're just toasting with their friends. No, and, fl- you know, no, flowers, that's it. No, no flowers, no, 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 no nothing. catering, no Mm-mm. nothing. Yeah. Everybody right. bought their own drinks. Show me that wedding. The knot. Where's the, that wedding in your magazine? Right. Why don't you well, show? And we're gonna get to this. That, that is a perfectly acceptable way of getting married. We're gonna get to this, I, but I, ha- I have to say because it's like right what Do you're it. saying, yes. and then we're talking about these these um, various flower options Bouquets. from a hundred, you know, like hundred yes. version, you know, hundred fifty, two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars. Right there, it's like right. hundred dollars. Yes. So to clarify, what Amy's me? talking about yeah. in the magazine, Sorry. I was, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, we're, we're looking at a visual that we. Are, <laughs> well, no, I know, and we're going to get into this because <laughs> yes. it's part of our topic. We're talking, yeah, since we're talking about flowers today, there's a spread in in this issue of the knot where our ad is in that we're <laughs> you know, we're kind of poking at here, which is what our podcast is about. But um, there's a spread on flowers, and they're showing us. Uh, like the basic bouquet, which is a hundred dollar you know, bouquet. It's flowers for every budget, they say. Right, flowers for every budget. So you have the hundred dollar bouquet, the hundred fifty, hundred or two hundred, two fifty. And I kid you not, if you look at like if you're if you have the hundred dollar bouquet, if you take a bride with a hundred dollar bouquet and a bride with a two hundred fifty dollar bouquet, right? And you put them in, a, you take a photo of them and a gr- big group picture on their wedding day, and you put the two next to each other, and you ask a perfect stranger. You know what is different about this picture? They'd say nothing. Right. The f- the f- bouquets really look the same. I mean, the colors are the same. Yeah. One's maybe a little more filled out, but it's not like. Well, and the, you know, like, again, if you happen to know a thing about flowers, you'll say like, okay, yeah. well, these are a little more common flowers in this in the hundred dollar bouquet, and then these on the uh, two hundred fifty dollars are more exotic, a little more exotic, yeah. maybe a little more rare. So here's what I want to say about that. Yes. You know, I can go to. Trader Joe's and buy $20 worth of flowers and make a bouquet equally as beautiful for $25. And so what I want to say, this is where I'm like, fuck you not. Yeah. You know, because it's like, that's not every budget. Right. But it's not every budget. A $100 bouquet is not every budget. Nobody. Okay. Most people. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we're not going to get into the, you know, like (laughs) things can Things could be better, you know, sure. in the world. Sure. So, I mean, most people, you don't even have $100 for, you know, necessities, right. you know. I mean, let alone, I'm just going to, for one bouquet, right. you know. I mean, so, not. 
help a sister out and say yes. like you know how where do you go you know your grocery store has beautiful flowers yes and you can buy them right there and you yes. can buy a ribbon at michael's and you'll be done with your bouquet and it's that is a budget that's it. i mean oh, that's for every budget yes that's true that's it. Yeah. So, so anyway, but um, it's it's exciting to be in the magazine. It's exciting to get out there for sort of our regional community here, yeah. local community. But at we're the same time, it. it is kind of funny to be like, because you're flipping through this magazine of everything that we're kind of like saying, really, you know, come on. But I'll tell you what, if nothing else, it gives us a shitload of content to, uh, to, to, uh, to, uh, help us with, you know, what to talk about because yes. there's, it's, it's, it's rife. It's rife. <laughs> <laughs> Infested. <laughs> on that, on that note, let's get into our topic. Let's please yeah, do. You wanna, let's get our, um, so, so we are talking about today. We are talking about, um, the value that flowers add to a wedding. So um, most weddings, um, generally couples will build a budget for fresh flowers. And sure. we're talking about your your typical couple that doesn't have an allergy, that somebody doesn't have an allergy to flowers. We know that there are folks out there with allergies and flowers aren't even in the thing. Like, right. You know, it's not even there. But for folks who, you know, don't have allergies and they're like, yes, of course I'm going to have flowers at my wedding. But we want to talk about Okay, so flowers are cool, but to what end and to what purpose and for how much, you know, because we're just talking about flowers are expensive. And, you know, according to the knot, $100 bouquet is on the budget side. (laughs) I mean, so, you know, um, so let's talk about what does that mean? So first off, we'd like I'd like to kind of go over like what what is it about flowers at a wedding? Right. Like that's actually really cool. So, I mean, they um, they're I mean, obviously they're beautiful. Flowers are very beautiful, and it's like nature's sort of darling. I mean, they they are just sort of wonders and They're marvels. Magical. They're magical, and they smell heavenly, and they make a place feel cheerful. So when and alive, they they add alive. life. When you have fresh flowers in a room, it definitely is like, oh my gosh, this place feels so so. Yeah, go go, go to yeah. look at any interior design magazine, yes. and it, every single one of those beautiful simple rooms is going to have yes. a beautiful bouquet Boots. because it yeah it it finishes things. It does. It does. It's kind of the icing on the cake. Sometimes. And they they definitely they add they add life to a space that is beyond something that you couldn't get without it, and um, which is why you know spring and summer is so magical because you drive around and it's everywhere it's, it is it's every, yeah of the natural scene like i'm literally looking out the window right now and i see flowers just you know across the street there so it's like woohoo it's there yeah. and um and then they also uh communicate a sense of style so right. um if you want your sense of style to come across flower like if you want your affair to feel like a romantic you know sort of you know very uh, idyllic romantic experience you know roses are going to get you there but if you are a more exotic sort of modern person then you know maybe orchids or, or lilies something yeah. that have a little bit more modern shape right. but then you, yeah you so yeah, so yeah you definitely they have different they kind of communicate and, and the colors you style. choose the cho- yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so the, so there's, you know, so flowers can bring a certain something to, to an event, to right. any event, whether it's a birthday party or a wedding or whatever. Um, the other thing though, to know about flowers for the sort of the downsides of all that is that they're expensive. Fresh flowers are expensive. Largely because of how they have to be transported, transported. to the shipping is the most, yeah, yeah trans, uh, transportation <laughs> shipping is a and big piece yeah, of it and because they're fragile and you need them yeah. fresh yeah because they that's not something that can be shipped in you know last month and then you can sell it over the in a warehouse for six yeah, months no it doesn't, <laughs> no it doesn't work like that you, like they need to be here like today like yesterday it's like fish yeah like it's yeah like, you <laughs> don't want you don't want to eat fish 
that's been here for longer than yeah no <laughs> right. <It's>, ew ew <laughs> um the other thing about flowers is that they're inherently imperfect in their perfection so what i mean by that Ooh, yeah what so I, mean deep. By, I, I was like so meta all of a sudden <laughs> so like so emo about my flowers no so like uh, you know f- you get flowers sometimes one or two is going to be wilted it just didn't have a good day that day that flower did not hold up so they can they can wilt if they're in the wrong condition um their colors are inconsistent sometimes you know if you are wanting a particular shade of pink you know, getting that particular shade on a peony, you know, that kind of, that sort of, you know. I've been known to camp out at the Home Depot, uh, you know, flower <laughs> department looking for the exact shade, shade of bright of pink I want. You know, yeah. it's like, because there's very little difference in it. Can yes. make a bit, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. If you're, yeah, if you're trying to get that right color, a right brightness, right, you know, um, yeah, paleness, whatever, it's, you know, it's imperfect. They're finicky. It's, they're finicky. It's, it's, you know, it's hard to get them to be completely perfect. And then, um, and they also, you know, they also require care, um, you know, when they're <laughs> taken out of the ground. You know, now they can't be in a hot environment. They can't be outdoors in the sun. They can't be. They have to have water. They have to have water. They have to be cool. They have to, you know, in or- if you're going to keep them, you know, continue to enjoy them, they can't just be tossed around like they actually require. They're s- somewhat fragile. So, um, and then, of course, of all those things, the saddest part about flowers is that they die. Or when they're done, what do you do with them? They're going to end up in the trash. So, um, and, and you can donate them and we're going to talk about that here in a bit, but, um, but in general they're temporal and they don't last forever. And, and it's kind of sad because when it's, it's done, it's done. sad, you know, and I will say just a little aside after lots and lots of catering, lots of weddings, mm-hmm. the end of the night, you know, I mean, yeah. some of us will take the flowers home just because right. couldn't bear to throw them away. No. But I mean, we have done it. And it's so heartbreaking, you know, to have these big, beautiful, gorgeous bouquets and there's just nothing to do with them. Yeah. And, um... They end up in the trash can. Oh, it hurts. Just the thought of that Yeah, I know. It's it's, it's brutal. I mean... Yes. So, but, yeah. Terrible. It's uh, it's a sad fate for these beautiful little creatures. So, so anyway, (laughs) so that's kind of the downside of flowers. So, you know, expensive, they're finicky, particular, and then they end up in the trash. All that, you went through all that consternation only just to go into the trash can. So, um, but uh, in general, for weddings, we're going to talk about flowers at weddings. Um, They're they're usually kind of categorized in two different types. There are decorative arrangements. So flowers that are prepared specifically for like de- de- just decoration decor so yeah. like we're talking like table center pieces yes flowers like chair hangers yes stuff that uh, lines the aisle yep. oh that, that crazy thing that was on the um the, the banister the banister yes. oh my God. <laughs> whatever <laughs> that, whatever. that blanket <laughs> that like 40 foot blanket of roses down a banister ah. um altar arrangements um uh cake you know flowers that go on a cake i mean um flowers that get tossed on the ground i mean that's all just decorative right it's completely decorative the other types of arrangements are personal arrangements so these are the things that you're either wearing or carrying so like think of it like you know your your bridesmaids bouquet your bridal bouquet boutonnieres that the groom or the groomsmen wears corsages the little headries the headries that the children wear or even the brides wear um, you know, all those corsage, I mean, all that stuff that gets worn and carried and, and, and it's like hair, you know, a little, little flower in your hair, all those things that are a personal arrangement. They're, yeah. they're on your 
person. They're on your body somehow. So that's sort of the other type of flower arrangements. Yeah. And the, um, so we kind of wanted to talk about both those kinds today. So, so first off, personal arrangements. I'm a huge fan. I'm just going to come out there and oh, say man. I'm a huge fan of personal arrangements. I cannot yes. agree more. We uh, just started going to see a counselor with Sophie, and uh-huh. she wears a big fake flower in her hair every uh, time we've gone. Like her therapist or doctor? Her doctor. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, That's so cool. that is just uh, every day to wear that? Is it's, it a fresh flower? Or is it's it like not, a, but, oh, they, but they look, they're like, it's like a really good fake. Yeah. And I was like, God, I love that so much. So yeah, a flower ah. next to your skin, next to your skin, face, next to your. F- oh. oh my gosh, it just softens. So your- much to love about a yeah. personal arrangement. Yeah. So agree. First of all, I mean, they're they're like, I, I on your wedding day, right? Mm-hmm. A day that you should feel pretty stinking special. If you have flowers next to your face and your body, you're going to feel special. Like carrying that bouquet makes you feel special. Definitely. Wearing that I mean, boot, how many times in your life do you ever do that? Wearing that boutonniere makes you feel special. Even yeah. for the gentleman. Like, you definitely. know, it definitely makes you and feel like you're... And it really adds yes. that little, that touch. Oh my gosh, yes. And yes. it's so, yeah, it's so there, it makes the gentleman look so handsome. Yes. And there's a certain softness that they add yes. to, especially a, a suit, a really nice suit. Right. That's just something really... Yeah, it's it's, just, it, it's very effective. It's so great and for, for for what it is. Yes, it's the, the tiniest little thing. It's so funny. It's, it's like a tiniest. And by the way, the cheapest the thing, as far as like flower yeah. arrangements go, uh, average boutonniere is like fifteen dollars, maybe. You know. Oh yeah, they're cheap. Yeah, they're cheap. So I um, mean, that's like that's an arranged one with ribbon and pins and you know a couple of different little things in there. You know, so mm-hmm. of course you could throw together a boutonniere just by grabbing a flower off a bush somewhere and put a pin in it and then stick it in the you know <laughs> stick it in the little bell and you're done. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's free. I mean, so I'm just saying like Do that's the simplest little thing. But the thing about personal arrangements, um, aside from the fact that they're close to your person, but they're there for the whole day. They're in every picture that you're taking. Correct. Um, specifically every posed photo, like maybe the candids, you might be like, maybe your bouquet sitting on the table, but, right. but if you're wearing it, if it's in your hair, if it's, it's on your head, whatever, it's on your person. It's in every photo. So it's very much a part of that day for you. And on top of it, you smell it the oh whole day. Gosh. You smell the scent of the flowers the whole day when it's on you. So and it's, you know, I mean, it, it is, it's a, that sense memory. Yes. Yeah. You know, something. and which I believe your olfactory is the strongest tie back to your yeah. to memory. And I will tell you that is, that is a big piece of my, um, for Mel and I, for our uh, wedding anniversary every year, Mel gets me something gardenia because it's like I'm instantly getting married all over again. I love it that. It takes me right back to that day. Yep. And because that was what we had. And I did it on purpose because it's my favorite flower. And I knew that the scent would be such a big part of the experience. And it totally was. And it's the gift that keeps on giving year after year after yep. year. That's why we spring for the $20 candle at yes. the crossroads. Exactly or, right. at, yeah, or at our, our location. That's exactly right. Because the scent is, um, it, it adds so much value. And, and again, it kind of just elevates your sense of joy and, and it feels feeling. again it makes mm-hmm. it feel special it definitely does yeah yes it's kind of like perfume same thing it makes you feel special right exactly yeah. i mean yeah. yeah in those in those shitty winter months when it's like dark forever like yes. coming home and lighting a, a scented candle it's like okay well at least we have this yeah you know? that's so true <laughs> <laughs> at least that was but, a big moment but yeah but i mean but yeah, yeah I, and we, we i mean we have yes. seen some beautiful bouquets and if you get a good smelling rose oh my or a really fragrant peony, yes. I mean, it is, <laughs> you could smell it through yeah. the space, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's, it's really, Lilies it's r- so worth it. Yeah. Yes. But I'm going to, so, and, you're, and you're leading, so I'm going to yes. keep going. No, that's all right. Yeah. yeah. So personal arrangements, big fan. All right. The other, <laughs> other type of range with the decorative ones, I'm going to say I'm not a fan. I am not a fan of decorative flowers. 
I could say that I agree, especially in, I mean, I like fresh flowers in my home. Yeah. Like but one bouquet on your kitchen table or yes. on your desk or whatever. Correct. On Especially if, 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 you know, they have a, you know, the, you, you know, you, you have little violets blooming in your front yard or lilacs uh-huh. are only going to be there for, you know, a week yes. or so. You know, I'm going to snip a beautiful. few and bring them in my yes. house. Yes. I'm a fan of that. Yes. Um, especially like if I, I'll put them right next to my bedside so I can yeah. smell them over oh, a few nice. days. Right. Yes. You know, but as far as just like decorate. just to decorate around a table or oh, yes, throw and them on the back of a chair or God, don't get me started on throwing fucking petals on the floor. On the floor. That just hurts my feelings. What a waste of a perfectly beautiful flower. It's awful. I want to step on it. <laughs> I want to step on it. I, I don't know why, but it's like, <laughs> it just feels so icky to me yeah it's like let me take the prettiest thing that mother nature ever gave us let me throw it on the ground and step on it because i that's how <laughs> special i am and it just feels <laughs> that's special. i don't even know why like I, that may not be i mean i know it's tradition and people do it and i'm not uh-huh. trying to like hurt anybody's it's feelings like confet- if they've done like com- i mean it has the look of confetti which is pretty but can we not like destroy mother nature to get to that like can't you just throw confetti on the floor yeah, or fake flowers or something yeah. if that's really really what you yeah it's just Mm. Yeah, I said it hurts my feelings. It makes me feel icky inside. Yeah, and then it ends up staining the ground when you step on it. So and you can slip too. on it, and yeah. it's a pain in the ass to clean up. There's, there's a, a million reasons million why reasons. I'm not a big fan. So, in general, decorative arrangements. So the biggest, <laughs> the biggest culprit um, of the of of the bane of decorative arrangements are centerpieces oh for like tables. And oh. of course, you know where I'm going to go with this. I'm going to dog on those fucking blank empty wedding venues right. that is all like it's it's rife riddled <laughs> infested <laughs> the industry with it's that's a, like all it's that a you scourge. get scourge that's my word today <laughs> <laughs> i mean it is i mean there there are very few like event venues that come beautiful and ready to go that you don't have to do something to you're starting right. from scratch every time well and i mean and there's also like just let's add the piece that when you're sitting down at a table with eight people around it ten people whatever and you want to actually look at them then it has to be one of those elevated nasty yes. ass things the, that like shoots up like some sort of weird like <laughs> whale tail and it's like ball at the top of fucking it gro- for, first yeah. of all it's ugly it's ugly it really honestly it's, is, it, guys. it's totally impractical Mm-hmm. And and the the beauty of the flowers they're not in any pictures unless you have to shoot up they're not yeah. you don't get to smell them you don't know and guess where they're gonna end up in the trash <laughs> and guess how much they cost you at least five hundred dollars a piece and they're I mean, like fucking gross dude let's, let's get to the real the real nuts and bolts of that the honest truth of it is that a centerpiece for tables unless you're doing just like a simple little you know a couple blooms and a bud vase we're not talking about that kind of thing no we're talking about like an actual arrangement. So um, the average cost for an a- for an actual table arrangement is p- like around a hundred dollars. Oh, and can go upwards. Oh yeah, depending on how large, how much, how big, how tall, how this and that. And I mean, it can get so expensive. Now, that's just for one fucking arrangement. One. Now, how many tables do you have in this in the big empty? Of, yeah, yeah ex- stupid looking event hall. You yeah. probably have at least. 10 to 20 tables. So you do the math. Yeah, those wedding venues like to cripple you because they give you those shitty... All, all you have to work with is rental tables, which you have to cover with something. And yes. then you have to cover those with something because yes. it's all hideous. It's all and hideous. if they would do you a goddamn favor and give you a, a halfway nice decent... To start, to a halfway with. decent table to start with. It's a really pretty looking table. Can we then just we start wouldn't. there? <laughs> 
It yeah. solves a lot of problems I know, for a lot it of does. people. It I, does. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so the center, the centerpiece arrangements, so expensive, so impractical. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, ugh. <laughs> and then additionally, temporal end up in the trash. That's my new favorite and thing. <laughs> if, now there is an alternate solution to the trash. You could donate the flowers. But let's just paint the logistics of that. So, okay, so now you've got 20, you know, um, flower arrangements that, you know, take up, you know, it's like putting a piece of furniture in your car for one arrangement. Well, and if you do one of those little crazy Dan Miner, not, I mean, no offense, Dan Miner, you do fabulous, beautiful work. I'm not not dogging on you. You're just doing what the customer asked for. But those, um, you know, those like kind of tower, you know, centerpieces, those things like two or, you know, three or four feet tall. Well, they're delivered in a van. How are you going to get that out of here? That stuff comes to the venue in a van. The florist brings it in a van. Now there, now some florists do have services where they will pick up the, the, the stuff and then take it to like a, a a nursing home or, you know, yeah. uh, Which is a great way of repurposing the flowers. So, but unless your florist has, has that service, to come pick it up and deal with it after the fact. What are you going to do with it? Right. And then now you got to figure out how you're going to get it to the home. Who's going to take it there? When are they going to take it there? By the way, you're on your way to the reception. So are all your guests who are there at the wedding with you. So, um, or, uh, or they're leaving to go home at the end of the night because they're drunk as fuck and nobody, ain't nobody going to clean up anything and do any of that. That's why, that's why we drive had to always throw things away. I mean, throw, we would that's throw why it ends up in the trash because Stupid. where's it going to go uh, you know, at the conclusion of your event? Nobody wants to deal with it there. No. And, and, yeah. and I mean, again, I mean, this is a whole other thing that we keep, you know, harping on, but like, don't make your, your guests work. Yes. Nobody wants to Nobody have that responsibility. That. Nobody wants to have to mess with that. So the general, I mean, the frustration with, with decorative arrangements, you know, they, they just, their only purpose is to make up for the general lack of decor that the event halls have. Correct. Because they're, they're empty and blank. And right. so now the, somehow that's your problem. And apparently... <laughs> The only way to solve that is by buying thousands of dollars worth of fresh flowers in order to make this venue look special for your wedding event. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm not buying it. Not a fan. Not buying it. Not buying it. So literally. Yeah, literally not buying it. So (laughs) so I, I just think we can do better, guys. I think that we that we don't have to allow the venue the venue industry's lack of decor forces us into feeling like we have to do that. I think that that's crappy. I think that venues need to step up and, and pre-decorate their, their event venues, make it look beautiful. Just hire a fucking designer, do it once and be done with it. You charge a little more if you want for all that, since you put the money into it. But yeah, but in the end, your, your consumer is, is saving money on all those disposable decorations that are just going to end in the trash. And here's the, here's the thing that, I want to share with the world of, you know, event venues is that number one, um, you're buying these most, most venues have, you know, whatever, six foot tables, you know, round tables, whatever you're spending money on those. And I guarantee that a nice reusable table is probably dollars more than a shitty, you know, plastic, whatever, you know, folding, whatever table. It's made out of like plywood. Most of them are. Yeah, plywood or or plastic or that hollow Uh, plastic stuff. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And um, which, you know, first of all, you know, you can cover it with linens, but you can tell that whatever is underneath it is a shitty table. Yeah. Not to mention, and not me, you know, get off on my little eco-Nazi, you know, bet, but laundry and linens, 
that costs money. Yeah. And and there, somebody is using a shitload of water yep. and electricity to wash those linens every fucking yes. time. And bleach them and put a bunch of chemicals into the water. Yes. Not great. Right. You know? And so... With a simple wooden table that is n- what we use at our space has a nice finish on it. That a nice finish that cleans nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it it's it's done, and and that problem is forever solved. Right. You know, I mean, and yeah. we don't you don't need a linen on there. You, it doesn't require anything but maybe a spritz with um you know uh you know a, a paper towel cleaner, and, and a yeah. surface cleaner, and we're done. Moving on. And yeah. you can put something. You know, we'll move on to whatever yeah. the centerpiece is. But no. that is where yeah, I yeah. get very very frustrated is mm-hmm. because it's a again it goes back to what our original my 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 point was is like yeah. you have to be able willing to rethink what is normal yep. because. That is stupid that you're putting your customers as a venue. You're yes. putting your customers in a place where they have to waste. Right. They have, they to, have to waste it. They, they have ha- to pop it up from fresh, from from scratch every time. Yeah. They, ha- you know, in there, there's it, no option not to. There's, th- yeah. What are you going to do? Let's have just a big uh, empty open room. Right. You know, I mean, and you, or sure you can rent rental companies, I guess, start, you know, renting out nice tables that you have to now move to these locations for the, for a day. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, even the rental companies, like yeah. there's shitty tables that then have to be decorated. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, uh, I, I, I feel like we are a society that can you know, come up better. with better. We can do better. <laughs> we can do better. We can do better, guys. Yes. It's and, true. Um, I mean, For, it's, on the, on the, on the topic of, yeah, of and event decor, yeah, we can do better completely. For sure. For sure. Yes. Um, yeah, so it's I think I think what we would like to challenge uh, the industry as well as you know folks who are getting married is to think about how to bring life to that venue without having to spend all the money on the temporal the temporal things, and yeah. we have um, we have a couple solutions today um, specific to centerpieces. You know, again, this is kind of more in the in the um, conversation around flowers. Yeah. So solution one. Uh, either rent a venue that's already beautiful and now they they do exist out there there's they you know absolutely do. i don't actually see them advertising all that much in the magazines i'm not entirely sure why there are maybe one or two in there that were, are like well yeah and i haven't looked through it so i can't i i, I don't have a, a a brand new reference right. to, to share with you but i but i and we've said it in the past that in general you know if you go to a restaurant they already have tables they've already you know and their quality because they're being reused like th- their workhorses those tables are and the chairs and all of it and um so and then the decor everything's already designed the floor plans designed everything's already done for a large group of people correct um and then some venues um have such a wonderful lovely atmosphere um you know the that is the whole reason why people that's why you're there yeah it's gonna be good and we have a we have a podcast. I forget the which one it was. We have one that we talk about this very topic. Yes. I think it's about the COI tables. It might be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and, um, you know, I don't know where you were headed. I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah, no, it's fine. So, but the idea is that, um, you know, like for example, Mel and I got married, uh, our, our celebration after our ceremony was at, um, union station. We rented just the top 
level of the um it's a, like a little cafe that's there the, yeah it's, it's like the in ticket the center booth. Of yeah in the center the... of the thing it's like it was the old ticket booth it's not a very large space but it's open it's kind of like a like a deck upstairs and it's open to the inside of union station which if you've which never seen breathtakingly go beautiful. ahead and look that picture up because it's yes fantastic it was beautiful it's, yeah and i mean and, and like who I, cares? No one's looking at flowers. No, no one's caring. And they, again, you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's a restaurant. So they already have tables that are yeah. already nice. They've yes. solved that problem. Yes. You don't need to worry about that. Nope. You don't need to have a rental company drop nope. off some shitty. They got some candles yeah. in the middle of the table and that was it. Yeah, nobody. There's no need for flowers. And again, I'm going to really say wasn't. this just in case you missed it on the other episodes. Your guests do not give a shit. They don't. They do not care. No. Nope. At all they didn't leave that wedding going you know what um that was a really fun wedding and all but they didn't have any flowers on the side of their tables Dude, what were they thinking i i'll tell you like, <laughs> that conversation never no, happens no and in fact like <laughs> think about happens. this when you go to a really nice fine dining restaurant if you walk in and they have a nice you know they have a couple flowers in a, in a vase that's that's always nice but if i sit down at a table and they have just a nice glass mm-hmm. you know um handle holder with a votive in it yeah that's equally lovely. fine beautiful i do not feel like oh well I don't want to buy dinner Chintzy. here. This is, yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, it feels right. simple and elegant yes. and fine. Yes. Just give me some fucking ambiance and yeah. we're good. I'm not yes. here for that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. I remember, I just now had a memory of when I was in, I think, high school and I had to take home ec. And I remember there oh was gosh. an entire, like, <laughs> section of the class where we were supposed to prepare dinner. And part of the assignment was to set the table. And there yeah. was like a list of things that the table had to have. In addition to like, you know, place setting with, t- with, with like plates, napkins and yeah. all that stuff. It had to have a centerpiece. <laughs> it was required to have a centerpiece. Like, it okay. like you had to like when you were setting up this dinner for the again, it was an assignment. Like you had to host a dinner. Um, in class for your classmates and it wasn't that you had to cook it you just had to set the table and all that yeah. and um, or no I think I had to do it for home and then take pictures and like mm-hmm. something anyway but I remember doing this and it said you, and make sure you have a centerpiece it's required to have a centerpiece and it was really funny I had to find something in my house to put in the middle of the table <laughs> <laughs> like, does soccer ball work <laughs> I guess it's a vase of this is like a vase and I'll just throw some like you know something in it you know I think I had yeah. like a fake something in it <laughs> it was so really, funny though I was like really how is that any no. better than it just being blank and it, it was, also yeah. has to get moved immediately because it's like <laughs> yeah and everybody's eyeline in your way so but anyway yeah. so yeah so, so you can start off with a with a with a venue that already has amazing decor right. that's solution one yes uh, and that's a pretty darn good solution yes you know and Starting, starting, yeah, starting, starting beautiful. Doesn't have to, you don't have to do anything. So, um, but yeah. And then the second solution is um, one that I think you had sort of brought forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is a, yeah, a double, double duty du- second life. Right. And I guess I can leave that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and so, you know, again, you know, we, we've certainly covered the, <laughs> the ills of, you know, yes. putting a huge expensive um, piece of, eventual trash on the middle of your table that is not <laughs> necessary. Trash. well i mean seriously it is. It, you know that's yeah. all that's going to end up happening yeah. but you know again we, we are going to challenge you to rethink that 
and to think of things that you can put in the middle of the table if you really want to have something and it, it does actually make a table feel finished having just a table with nothing on it can be a little awkward just ma- if nothing else it's because what we're used to seeing right you know? right and um i was actually i'm looking right of course at my table right now and uh, one of the things that i i don't know if you've ever looked at that but what i put in the middle of my table is uh-huh. a um it's just a like a, a like a kind of a glass uh-huh. jar on a stand and inside of it is stuff that I've been collecting for years. It's oh, like fun. little figurines and jewels and, huh. and things that I've collected from around the, you know, oh, fun. travels. And so when you're sitting there, you can reach into it and grab it out. And it's also really interesting to look at and you can turn it and you can, uh-huh. there's all, and so it's kind of like a, it's also a conversation piece, right. you know, and right. it's like low enough that you don't have to see it. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything living it right. can be you know so yeah. yeah so anyway i'm just looking at that and i'm like yes. yeah that's a that's a solution so we had talked about doing something that you know for your wedding that um you know can you know either have either have a second life or has a purpose unto itself yes. we had talked about maybe doing like uh, framed photographs yes. you know you could do family photographs or even you know couples photographs yes you know um you could do lanterns yes something that you could I have a pair of lanterns for my friend's wedding I yes that. and that, yeah I, they, she gave them away i was a bridesmaid so she gave them away at the yeah. end and i still use them today i think that's yeah. such a great i mean that is a fabulous idea yes you know and I mean, they right were there, so pretty on the table yeah and it's all you need they don't have mm-hmm. to be you know lanterns and just a pretty lantern. Put a candle in it. That was put it. a candle in it. Uh-huh. Put a candle in it. Put a candle in it. <laughs> there <he is>. And <laughs> but I mean if and and they make some really nice ones, various design, you know, uh depending on how modern or how, you know, sort of traditional you want to be. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, you could, or you could do an assortment of two or three smaller lanterns and then tell people, you know, what, you know, take on home. It's a memento. And the people will have them on their back porch yeah. you know or you take them home and and yes. then it'll be a continual reminder of your, of your amazing beautiful day event. yes yeah or one of my favorite ones is what about a plant yes what is wrong with you know instead of cu- you know cutting the poor flower away from its home right. its mama why not just buy <laughs> the plants right and you know if you go to home depot and you go and you buy geraniums right beautiful geraniums yes and you put them in some really cute little pots Mm -hmm. and you set them on the center of every table they're adorable Uh and you ask your guests to take them home or little succulents you know you know if you want something a little bit bigger Uh um you know you could even buy a a larger plant right you know is again you know in some sort of nice container right and you take home and put it in your backyard you know or in your front yard and again it's that reminder of oh my god those are at our wedding oh my god look how big that bush has gotten right you know and and there's something Uh really like uh kind of circle of lifey about it you know which i really (laughs) dig you know and it's like it's more than just like that Uh, icky feeling of like well we used it and now we don't need it anymore you know (laughs) let's rip it up and walk all over right now (laughs) it's so true i mean and um i'm trying to see if I, i feel like there are uh you know a lot of creative solutions thanks to etsy you know there are a lot of cool things that you can use both for the you know for the walking down the aisle or as you know hanging on the back of chairs and stuff like that. But yeah. I want to also say that, you know, I mean, I, I don't know that aisle hangers or chair hangers or that kind of stuff. I would advise you to save your money. Yeah. Even if it's not real flowers, just, right. it's just not necessary. It is like, it's like, it's like, you know, it reminds me of like a, a, a Kleenex box cover. It's like, right. what the fuck? <laughs> Where, why is that? In what world is that necessary? Right. You know, like all the useless why? items right. in the world. You don't yeah. need, you know, there's, yeah. I mean, if only my chair were slightly more beautiful with this 
piece of toile or whatever not toile uh-huh. what is it tool uh-huh tool yeah <laughs> yeah yes yeah. yeah no it's true so anyway that's that's our take on flowers i mean yeah. i i would say in the end focus on personal flowers i think that that is definitely worth worth the money and by the way personal flowers are not uh, are comparatively not nearly as expensive as no. decorative flowers i mean for yes. a few corsages and boutonnieres and a couple of bouquets you know uh, definitely under a thousand dollars so yeah so i think yeah that's about what we have to say about flowers i mean i mean yeah i don't know that's all i have to say uh, so yeah so hopefully <laughs> hopefully that's helpful for folks out there yeah. who are listening and um it's good to be back are, i hope yeah. you enjoyed uh, yes. our our meandering topic today <laughs> but yeah uh, but i th- i mean I, I think this is really helpful and um i'm looking forward to uh digging into the knot a little bit more this magazine yeah. and, and, and uh, i yeah, think we're gonna probably be reporting back on some more things we yes see there i know it is interesting and i was yeah as i saw all of those ads for the venues i just my eyes are like trying to keep my eyes from rolling back in my head <laughs> it's yeah like, it's a yeah just because you have a large large empty room doesn't mean that you can suddenly monetize it to make money like stop <laughs> like just stop the a madness. large empty room does not a wedding make my friends no it doesn't <laughs> it actually really doesn't it so does uh, yeah i think yeah i think we can do better All anyway right. well thank you guys for joining us today and uh, we look forward to having you guys back on our next episode of id rescue bye now